Android Lindsay. You host the Batch Report in the USA. You also recap. Bachelor Australia, Bachelorette Australia, Bachelor in Paradise too. Happy holidays to you. It's a great track. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new season of The Batch Report, where we are talking about Bachelor in Paradise Canada, the first Bachelor in Paradise that Canada has ever done with host Jesse Jones. A whole new season. In a whole new country. We've never done Canada. A whole new country. Yeah, so this is taking place in Ontario. And instead of being like on the beaches of Mexico, they're at Camp Paradise, which I feel like they just rented out like a children's like summer camp. But it's kind of cool. And this is also their first ever Paradise season, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I had mentioned. It's yeah. like, and they haven't done Bachelor or Bachelorette there in years. So I think they have like a weird group of people to pull from, which we'll get to because they pull some normal, I say normal, some like non-Bachelor people to like round out the cast. So we do have Kevin Went as the bartender, which I really like. I have a soft spot for Kevin and Astrid and their new baby. So I like Kevin. Their host, uh, shout out to Jesse Jones. I don't know anything about him really. He's but like a marketing guy. Yeah, I haven't seen him in Bachelor Nation, but he seems like a humble enough guy. He seems like he's doing a pretty good job from what I can tell so far. Like, he's no Asha, but... Honestly, I feel like he doesn't have, like, a ton of confidence, but it's... Maybe that's just His first own. season. Right. I mean... Yeah. It's like he's probably a little bit nervous, so... I, I don't know. I don't want to judge him too much because he does do a decent job. Okay. So, in this first half of the episode, we're going to go through all of the people who came in, and then the second half of the episode, we will actually break down, like, what happens. So, first person to walk in was Brendan. He is from Katie's season of The U.S. Bachelor. He's best friends with Blake in real life. You know, good old Brendan. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm getting, like, certain vibe from him, hmm. similar to um, in the American Paradise. Are you going to say Connor? No, I was going to say Connor. I was going to say, um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name now. But he broke up with his date during the ball. And it was like the big thing. Oh. Um, it wasn't Luke. Aaron. Aaron. Is it Aaron? Yeah. Okay. Oh, are you talking about Joe? No, it wasn't Joe. Oh, they didn't break up during the ball though, right? No, it was the big deal at the ball and they like, oh. broke up. It was. It wasn't um, Luke. That doesn't make sense. So. Oh my gosh, who was it? The ones where they're like, "Oh, they're in game." Anyway, that's gonna bug Man. me. But he's giving me that vibe, and, um, and I'll tell you why. Because the next person to come in is Alana. Is that how you say? Iliana. Iliana, and she. She's from Matt's season of the U.S. Correct, and Bachelor. Brendan and Alania like click. Kind of. I feel like she is kind of, like, talking about, like, friend-type stuff with him, and he's immediately, like, so into her. Right. I agree, but they, like, kind of, like, stick together. 
in the same way that I saw those couples that I can't, that's going to bug me going, you know, forward, but forever, forever. Um, yeah, that's, that's, oh, Abigail and, uh, Noah. Oh, there you Noah. go. Noah. Yeah. I was like looking it up. I'm like, Noah. All of a sudden I was like going through, I was like prom king, prom king, like queen, right. like who's going to stay together. And then I was like going through all of the awards. Yes. Right. So Noah Brendan is giving me Noah vibes. Yeah. Where he's like, I'm going to pick someone. I'm going to be safe the whole time. Like hopefully we fall in love. Like she's really cute. Which they broke up giving... and then they got back together. Right. So. And Alani is giving me friend vibes. So like toward Brendan, but mm. that could very easily, she just might be weighing her options, you know, being like, oh, there's going to be so many cute guys coming in. I, I want to wait. Well, I think she was one of the people this episode that when she was discussing with him where he's like, oh, like, I really want to get to know you. And she's like, well, if I get asked on a date by someone, like, I'm probably going to go on the date. Like, she just said it right out, which makes me think that she's like, yeah, let's explore this. But I'm also looking elsewhere. Like, hopefully it's not a Kenny thing. Where it's, like, bouncing back and bouncing, forth. yeah. Okay. So next up, we have one of my favorites. And they seem to be one of the favorites on the beach just in general, which is Camille. He was on Bachelor in Paradise Season 5. He broke up with Annalise. He's originally from Poland, but I think he also lives in, like, French Canada. So he has, like, a really fun accent and he's very like european yeah he's got like a very unique like feel about him doesn't he have does he have a pinky ring yeah okay he has a pinky ring on which was a little um not great for him i was like oh this guy he's decent style and then you see the pinky ring and you're like oh i mean it's okay camille it's it's fine the pinky ring camille's like a hot commodity i feel like i think he is going to be the one of the two top commodities on the beach. Actually, I don't know who else is coming in this season, but so far out of the guys that are there, I feel like he's like top two top commodity. So next up we have Lisa. She's from Chris's season of the Canadian Bachelor, and she's a cosplay artist. This girl cries a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's like the first day or like whatnot, and she's like over emotional. She is like Ashley Iconetti meets Tajwan from Bachelor in Paradise. Like, Mm. if you mix those two people together, you would get Lisa. I forgot about Tajwan. Yeah. Yeah. So I expect her to be eating spaghetti or or in the pool, pasta in a pool, and crying about not being able to poop. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Next up, we have Angela who was on Nick's season of The Bachelor in the U.S., and then she was on Bachelor in Paradise seasons five and six. She dated Clay for quite some time, then they broke up. Now she's on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. I think she is probably going to be a pretty hot commodity as far as the females go. Yeah, I think Um, so too. I honestly, like, I've always found her slightly boring, but I think that this season we may get to see more of her personality because she's not being overshadowed by, like, the demis of the world. Right. And the Tajwans. So also I want to say Clay is kind of a drama queen. I don't know. I don't think he was that much drama, was I he? I think he was like kind of like sucking in for the drama. Did I just remembered that TikTok where it's like, Am I the drama? Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think I'm the drama. Yeah. That was Clay. Am I the drama? Yes, like that's yeah. Clay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um 
Next up, we have a non-bachelor contestant, which is Brendan M. He is a yoga instructor. He used to be a professional football player. And Angela is, like, super into him right off the bat. Not only Angela, there's a few women. Which we'll get to. Which we'll get to. Yeah. That are kind of giving him the looky-loo. Looky-loo-hoo? That's a new one. Uh, Yeah. I mean, there definitely are. Um, Next up, we have Chris. She was on Jasmine's season of The Canadian Bachelorette. He has a man bun. He called himself like a renaissance man because he's like an entrepreneur and he does all these different ventures. This guy's uh, what Andrew called a tweeb. Not a dweeb, but a tweeb. Well, like, I just feel like he is not very grounded, you know? Yeah. And he's kind of like, ooh, like googly-eyed, like, ooh, everything's great, ooh, And he thinks he's going to pull, like, the hottest girls on the beach. No, what he's going to do is try to pull the first girl on the beach, and then he's going to dive nose. Nose dive? Nose dive, yeah. Like, that's what it feels like, you know? Yeah, so next up we have someone that Chris is instantly into. Who is Caitlin? She is from Bachelor in Paradise season six. She has also dated Chad, like you know, big bad Chad. Um, yeah, big bad Chad. And Chris is just super into her, but you know she's into Camille because, of course, she would be. Like, who else would she be into out of the guys that are there? Right. Um. So next up we have Jeremy. He's also not from the show. And he likes to dance. He likes to dance. That's all we know about him so far. I am like, he seems to have a pretty decent sense of humor. I just don't know. He may make it a long way if he finds the right person. Or he could just get knocked off right away, I'm unsure. I feel like he's got like an interesting personality. But also there's nothing drawing me per se to him. So... Are you reminded of, like, Trey just a little bit, like, personality-wise? Like, oh, I'm funny, and I'm, like, a little bit loud, but I'm not actually, like, making any connections with anyone. Yeah, less dramatic. So far. Yeah. I hope he stays that way. Yeah. Next up, we have Anna. She's, like, the one Latina person they have all season, which they mention that she's Latina. Um, She's not from the show. They don't say too much about her. And then it goes straight to Kit, who gets absolutely no intro, zero intro. And then we move on to Stacy. She is also from Chris's season of The Bachelor Canada. And she's instantly into Brendan M. as well. So you know that Angela's going to have, you know, some problems with that. Yeah. Brendan seems to be, M. Brendan M. seems to be kind of a hot commodity a little bit. Like no know? one has ever seen him or met him before. And they're all instantly like, yes. Yeah. He does have like green eyes and like dark skin which i think is very appealing to people like yeah light colored eyes and darker skin together is just like and he's very attractive yeah because of the yoga so he's like a calm personality yeah so they're like he's attractive he's a former athlete and he's like pretty cool i guess so next up we have joey who is basically a fracker he just fracks and he comes in in a pink speedo and a cowboy hat did you say he's a fracker? Yeah, it showed him with a fracking machine, fracking. Oh my gosh, in Albuquerque, right? No, Alberta. Alberta. Right. Albuquerque's in New Mexico. Albuquerque. But uh, you know, they also frack there. They also so. frack there. Yeah, so he comes in with a speedo and a cowboy hat. 
You know, it comes pretty close to Kenny, but doesn't quite get it, you know? Because I feel like Kenny walked in and all the girls were like, ooh, but he was also completely nude yeah. at the beginning, I guess. So it was like a show uh. of confidence a little bit, where this is kind of like, I was kind of getting uneasy vibes. And this is when I first noticed the fog. Mm-hmm. There's just like a steady fog over everything. And I'm like, uh, it's probably cold there. Like they're on the beach <laughs> and it's summertime and they're like. In Canada. It's overcast and foggy. Yeah. yeah. So last up here, we have Alice. She's, you know, their token Asian person. Because if you notice, all of the people they have come on from the actual Bachelor franchise are all white. And then they use the non bachelor people to actually create some diversity which i think they should have had to begin with like they should have had those people to draw from but i guess they haven't done bachelor in 10 years and they didn't focus on diversity at that point in time and now it it comes off as like token yeah like here's our token like one latina one asian two black people like like checking a box like okay we got it we got it we got it's like uh which maybe doesn't come off awkward yeah but it, it i think it'll work out okay the only person not of color who was not from The Bachelor was Joey the Fracker, which he's like middle of nowhere guy that obviously they don't have anyone from. Which the also of keeps, seems slightly stereotypical mm-hmm. because, like, you know, like there's a ton of different ethnicities within white culture as well. So it's like, I don't know. I think that that's something that we're going to just move along from. Yes. So there's one more person that comes in, but we will talk about them after we talk about our sponsor. If you have seen my social media recently, you have probably seen me in my Warby Parker glasses because I wear them constantly while I'm reading, when I'm on my phone. They have like blue light blocking, all the good stuff, and they're just super fashionable. And I want you guys to try Warby Parker too, because they will let you try five pairs of glasses at home for free, which is pretty much like the best thing when it comes to glasses, being able to just try them on at home and decide if you want them or not. And there's like no obligation to buy, which is fantastic. So Warby Parker is committed to providing exceptional vision care online and in stores. They offer eyeglasses, sunglasses, eye exams, and contact lenses. And glasses start at just $95, including prescription lenses. So like I mentioned before, you can try Warby Parker's free home try-on program where you order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days and there's zero obligation to buy and it ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label, which I know for a lot of people is a big deal. Don't let your FSA or HSA dollars go to waste. Put them to good use on Warby Parker prescription glasses, prescription sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. You just take this really quick quiz online and it'll like give you recommendations on glasses or you can pick your own from scratch. And it's super easy to pick your five glasses you want to try, what colors you want to try, if you want wide or normal, whatever. And you get them sent to you and you decide what you like. I personally really enjoy doing a Instagram quiz and letting people vote on which glasses they like the best, which is how I picked my current glasses. So you can try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash batch report. That is W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash batch report, or click the link in show notes. Okay, so now we can get into the nitty gritty of this episode, which basically after the intros just starts off with Chris pulling Lisa aside because Lisa is 
crying all the time about things that have not happened. Yeah. And like, it's weird that Chris, like, it's kind of nice. It's like heartwarming that he wants to comfort her, but it's also weird because like he's looking for a mate. But he's not interested in her in the slightest. I wonder if they're friends in real life. Could and be. he was like, oh, this is my friend. I need to make sure they're okay. Yeah. Um, Because they do kind of have like similar interests. Like he's kind of like the nerdy guy who's into probably video games and things. And she's like a cosplay like person and everything else. So they're probably buddies. It's almost like they picked her though and him to be together. You know, like in mind, hoping, but like, it's oh, not going to happen. going to be great. Yeah. And then she's like, eh, you're not my type. And he's also like, oh, she's too nerdy for me. And it's like, but you're perfect for each other. I know. <laughs> um, but she's basically crying about, like, the fact that someone is going to break someone's heart and someone's going to be a jerk. And there's going to be people that aren't nice people on this show. She hasn't met them yet, but there's going to be someone who's not nice. She's like short circuiting like, oh, no. And I'm like, I get it. I mean, I have anxiety about a lot of things, too, but I probably wouldn't just like spill it all on camera. Yeah. But I'm excited to see more of Lisa, honestly. Like, I don't really care to see too much more of Chris because he annoys me, but I'm really excited to see more of Lisa. We Um, do have a newcomer that arrives. But not quite yet. First, Camille and Caitlin start chatting and they start like a little spark. So this is a big deal because the new person, Vey, is Caitlin's work nemesis from real life. Work nemesis. They're Ooh. both in real estate. Yeah. And they do not like each other. And they pretty much immediately ask Camille on a date. Which is who Caitlin was after. So you think that was intentional, though? Oh, one hundred percent. Really? One hundred percent. She knew that Camille had been talking to Caitlin, or that Caitlin would be interested in Camille. Yeah. Like the producers cast Vey, knowing there was going to be drama here. Like this was to be expected, and the producers were probably like, "Oh, what do you think about Camille? Like, don't you want to ask him on it? Like, I'm sure there was some sort of like." meddling when it came to this anyway they go like golfing but it's not like golfing like you think it's like range right so they hit the ball and they've set it up all cute where they have signs saying kiss or dare or dare and they hit the ball and they end up in like a pretty intense makeout session i'm not gonna lie well the first time they kiss they're like oh i normally don't like to kiss someone this early so they kiss and then they do dare and then he's like, show me how much you like me. And then they kiss again. And then they kiss again. And then it's like. I think they're pretty much a unit at this point. But it's also weird because he then mentions how he also had a connection with Caitlyn to Vey. And Vey's like, well, we're completely different people. If you like Caitlyn, you're not going to like me. Well, like, she also mentioned that, like, they didn't have a feud. Right? They said they didn't have a feud, but that they were completely different people. Right. And so she's, like, kind of coming in. They're probably very similar people in all I know. They actually seem very similar. Right. But they'd like to think they're not at all similar. Exactly. So it's like he's like, you guys seem kind of similar. And then she's like, no, we're exact opposites. And so he's fine with that. He doesn't think too deeply into it. However. Back at... The summer camp. Angela is like swooning over Brendan M. She's telling all the girls about how she's interested in him. 
But then as they're talking about it, they look over and Brendan M is like kissing Stacy. Right. Gave him the what was the famous words? The soupy lalas. Yeah. They were giving us the Aukies. The Aukies. So <laughs> this really caught Angela off guard. She was like, wait, like, what's going on here? So then later on in the episode, Angela and Brendan M get some cuddle time and they kiss. Brendan's like already in this love triangle, like right out the get go. Yeah. Which it's like which I he kind of comes off as a player at this point. Who do you think he will pick though, Stacy or Angela, when it comes to like Well, rose he ceremony? might just move on to the next girl. Well, like rose ceremony there probably won't be someone uh, else who comes in before. I'm hoping I think he's going to choose Stacy because like they're having an intense makeout session. But then he makes out with Angela. He well, made out with both. Yeah, you're right. So we're definitely going to have to pay attention next episode. And then he said to Angela, he was like, oh, I had my eyes on you from the moment we came in. But, like, he's a sweet talker, and this is going to get him in trouble. Yeah, he's, like, calm and, like, sweet. He's kind of a horn dog a little bit, because I'm like, man, you just got here. like, But, like, undercover, because he's like, I'm a sweet guy who does yeah. yoga, but, like, really, he's... Really, he's, like, trying to, like, you know, get in on the action. Meanwhile, we got Caitlin Chris... Chris is not leaving Caitlyn alone. And Caitlyn at this point is like, well, crap, Camille's on a date with my nemesis. Like, I need a backup plan when it comes to rose ceremony time. So they kiss. And he mentions that he sees her as like the future mother of his kids. Whereas she says that she sees him as safety. So, okay. So legit, borderline, Chris is like giving me like really uncomfortable vibes. When it comes mm-hmm. to this type of thing, because like, I'm like, okay, like you're almost kind of forcing a kiss upon her, taking advantage of her like friend comfort, you know? And she just goes along with it because she's like, well, if I kiss him, he'll give me a rose and then I'm safe until someone comes along that I'm interested in. Right. So like he comes of- on desperate, right? Not desperate, but like very much like not picking up on cues, you know? Because mm-hmm. she's, like, very clearly, like, oh, <laughs> like, like, oh, we're friends. I feel oh, comfortable around you. I can confide you. in you yeah. and, like, share things, but I don't really feel, like, like a romantic connection with you. And he's, like, we're going to have babies. They're going like, to be beautiful. Dude. Yeah, and it's, like, uh, you don't like, just take a woman like that. Like, and, I don't know. It's, like, like, she's a person, too, you know? She needed Chad, right? So, like, let's compare Chad and Chris here for a second. Yeah. Like, they're complete opposites. And obviously things didn't end well with Chad. She wants someone in between Chad and Chris. She wants Camille. She wants Camille, but Camille's off the table at the moment. I mean, maybe. Because then we go to the campfire, and they have, like, this question time. And they have one rule, which is, be honest, there's a question on each person's chair that they can ask to the group or to an individual. And right at the beginning... They and Camille come in and sit down, but they sit on opposite sides. People ask them if they kissed. They kind of gave like a roundabout answer. And there was something about it where it felt like tension between the two of them, not like a sexual tension, but like, was there a conversation that was had where Camille was like, oh, I'd still like to be able to pursue Caitlin. And that pissed off Faye. Or is he going to still pursue Faye? I really don't know at this point in time. I don't know either. But well, I think Faye is definitely going after her. She's going after what she wants. And what she wants is Camille. Camille. 
So we will talk to you next week because they left us on this cliffhanger. So we will talk to you next week for another episode of The Batch Report.